Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. All right. We are shouting out today to Alexandria, Louisiana. Wow. All right. Thank I you so it. much for listening, Alexandria. Everyone, please make sure you download, share, give us a review. Anything of that nature will help us. Um, and you can ask let us, us the family. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do share us. Um, you can check out our website, graceintheshadowsor.org. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. You can support us by buying merchandise from our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. Um, we are on Facebook. We also um, help with Covenant Eyes. Uh, you can get a one month free of Covenant Eyes Porn Blocker by using the promo code GRACE1998. We have a link in our show notes for that. You can also support us monthly. So all of these fun things that I'm saying are in our show notes. Finally, we do have a TikTok page, Grace in the Shadows. And we do show our faces, so don't go over there and get scared. But if you've ever wondered what we look like in action, we have some shorts that we've done over there that you can check out and you can follow us and can share us. And we have three. We haven't made more because nobody's watched them. But if you feel sorry for us and go on TikTok and we'll watch us and support us, we'll be so happy. All right. So what kind of facts do you have today? Well, in ancient Greece, wearing skirts was manly. In fact, Greeks oh, viewed trousers as effeminate and would mock any man who wore them. So it's the op- a lot of the opposite today. I, I, I uh, well, there are people that still wear kilts in in other countries. Kind of cool, and and kinda they, cool. you know, a lot of people say that's pretty yeah, manly. Like my legs. <laughs> you want to get a kilt? I didn't Please don't. My legs. Just, no, don't just kidding. Just hey. Kidding. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm I know you are. Well, I guess that was the time of the toga, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, if you wear a kilt, if you have that in your family, that's great. The UK government collected postcards as intelligence for the D-Day landings. Okay. This was an intelligence gathered, gathering exercise initiated by Lieutenant General Frederick Morgan. Mm. He was searching for the hardest beaches to defend. The postcards were sent to the war office, helped form part of the decision to choose Normandy as a location for the eventual D-Day landings. Okay. Did you know <clears throat> that there was a lot of Germans? Mm-hmm. And that was a miracle. Normandy was a suicidal mission. Yeah. They were going uphill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Germans had them. Right. Uh, right. I mean, it was picking. I mean, yeah. they just pick them up. Picking right them. there. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the Germans, they, they did the kind of like follow up mm-hmm. about, about the war like mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Right. 34 years ago. And some of them saw a larger number of people and larger people, like giants. Really? And they ran off. Oh, so God was protecting it them. It could be. I Whatever think the angels so. Angels, them. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know that that happened in Bible time, so why can't it happen now? It can. Absolutely. I believe it. Yeah, cool. The Vikings were the first people to discover America, half a millennial before Christopher Columbus. Oh. Viking chief Leif Erikson of yes. Greenland landed on the Isle of Newfoundland. In the year 1000 AD, the Vikings under Leif Erikson settled Newfoundland as well as discovering and mm-hmm. settling a Labrador further north in Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Poor Leif Erikson. He was given a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Oh, Columbus. 
Yeah. Speaking of Columbus, I know that uh, we were talking about the other day, some, I think you and I were talking about maybe they're wanting to get rid of Columbus Day because they Mm -hmm. feel like it is going against the indigenous people. And I'm definitely not going to get into that with anybody. But also, they want to make the day after the Super Bowl a holiday. Wait a minute. (laughs) They want to get rid of Columbus Day and they want to add... The day after the Super but Bowl. But I'm offended. Why? Oh, don't even go there. Well, this <laughs> goes back to postmodernism. I know. I'm but, a little offended. Well, okay. Not, not really, because that would be good. I mean, I could sleep. In, well, it um, didn't even last that long this year. I mean, I know some. Yes, I know some years. I mean, I went to bed early, but I'm not a big football fan. But, but yeah, they want to make that a national holiday because so many people call out sick on that day. What do you I think? still worked. You did. I did too. I, we did not call in. If the Bengals would have been there and the Bengals won the Super Bowl, uh, you would have prob- still worked. Because <laughs> you, you would have been excited and wanted to talk about it. That gets an idolatry. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic then. What are we talking about today? Well, we're getting into OCD. Oh, OCD, OCD. which is. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Yes, OCD. Uh, there's no. It's interesting. There's no single cause for obsessive compulsive disorder. All right. Uh, there's lots of theories and genetics and personality, brain yeah. structure, environmental factors. Yeah. But uh, and there's different types of OCD. There are. Yeah. You know what? We like to watch that show, Monk. The Monk. Yeah, it's still on reruns he, today. He, he hit. He was OCD. He had some severe OCD. Yeah, I think his was was triggered at least from the show. He's not really OCD. Right, right. From the uh, trauma from his wife. Yeah, it triggered all those symptoms. Yeah, the OCD symptoms. Yeah, and and it, and that can happen. Trauma can cause hmm. OCD type symptoms. Um, yeah. So if you if you or someone you love is OCD. This is for you to helpfully understand this more. Mm -hmm. OCD is a mental health disorder that involves persistent or kind of uh, unwanted, Mm -hmm. bothersome obsessions, compulsions, or or both. Yeah. Uh, It could be intrusive in nature, inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Right. I've, I've had people that would not hold a baby because they had a, a intrusive thought of dropping the baby mm-hmm. or hurting the baby. Right. Which means that they wouldn't because. They well, no, right. it was but intrusive. Yeah. They did not plan on doing it. They right. had a very, their heart was very tender. Yeah, right. So they wouldn't hold. But those people are probably the safest because they're so scared of hurting the baby. True. But True. they get these intrusive thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh, unwanted obsessions. Like you have to wash your hands so many times or you have to check the door lock so many times. Um, this is not that. just a few times. Right. A lot of people really, and, and it's kind of insulting to people with OCD. Mm-hmm. Well, I have some little OCD, check the door twice to see if it's locked. Right. Or I had to check my paper that I wrote, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a couple of times to make sure there was no errors. That's not OCD. That's not OCD. No. OCD is washing your hands, not a couple of times, but right. maybe 30, 40 times. Right. Yeah. Or checking the door and we're doing rituals, rituals to check it. Yeah. You know, once again, 30, 40 times, not just a couple times. Right. Uh, it, it, it becomes intrusive. becomes yeah. bothersome. Yeah. It can become dist- uh, distressing. Right. Um, it can be, it can, there's fears of contamination. Mm-hmm. 
um, self-contamination or right. c- contaminating someone else. Yeah. Unwanted, violent, or religious blasphemous thoughts, imagery, oh, okay. inappropriate sexual thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, aggressive, impulsive, repetitive doubts, questions, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the compulsions can also get into things such as um, feelings of needing to neutralize distressing symptoms. It's kind of like a itch on your back okay. that you need to scratch, but you can't scratch it. Can't reach it. Yeah. And so people feel they get these obsessions mm-hmm. to where maybe someone with health anxiety or health mm-hmm. OCD, mm-hmm. they know they don't have, uh, say, stomach cancer. Right. But it says with them, there's. What wonder if you're wrong on that? Right. That's that little thought. You're probably yeah. wrong. Yeah. And so they try to fight it, but that little mm-hmm. voice, not literal, yeah, audible, keeps coming up. Keeps coming. Well, you better check it. Yeah. And so they'll get on online and they'll mm-hmm. check all the symptoms and yeah. And that's what's bad about all the information being online because you know a person that has that issue, they're going to find that issue that they're having that the intrusive thought as a positive. There's always exceptions. Yeah. So that's, that's difficult. That's difficult. Cause you can always find, Oh, Oh yes. Oh, so I must be dying. Cause I have that. So, well, because yeah. if you have gastro issues, for instance, right. okay, this can be anything. Oh yeah. I'm just giving an example here. Yeah. You know, maybe you're having some stomach issues, issues, right? Well, you keep on doing this and your stomach issues are getting worse because of the, the stress of looking it up. Right. Well, and mental health, even it says in the Bible, a lot of those issues are in the gut. And so, yeah. The digestive system is the second brain. Yeah. It's like your, yeah, definitely. Our our anxieties go right there. I mean, think about it. How often have you had a stomach ache because you're worried about something? So somebody that has an OCD that's worrying about that stomach issue, it's going to just be constant and it's going to be very hard. So uh, it's, uh, the first thing is genetics. Yeah. Uh, OCD is often frequently inherited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, siblings, parents, children mm-hmm. uh, tend to be more likely with OCD to, mm-hmm. to get it, uh, mm-hmm. are significantly likely to have a higher chance of getting OCD. Right. Uh, studies suggest that OCD symptoms, clusters, hoarding, counting, checking, cleaning, contamination run in families. Yeah. Uh, it's still unclear how it's inherited or right. what kind of genes those are, mutations yeah. that play a role in that. That would, I wonder how I wonder if they how many studies they've done, they just can't figure out. They've done quite a few. Yeah. Interesting. You know, and I'll get to this. Well, I can just get to this now. Okay. There's some evidence, and mm-hmm. I tend to take this view that strep throat. Oh. The virus of strep throat strep. Uh, people, a lot of people who had strep throat tend to be higher uh, chance of getting OCD. Isn't that interesting? And they think that plays a part within your, Somewhere your, in the brain. your brain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And I tend to think there's well, a high probability be. that that's, that's yeah, yeah, true. Brain structure. Okay. Brain scans have consistently shown differences mm-hmm. in brain activity, structure, and function among OCD. Ah. Uh, basically, the scans... Uh, differentiate problems of the brain, relaying mm-hmm. information to the body and vice versa, processing emotions, mm-hmm. controlling impulse, 
that can contribute to Mm -hmm. the obsessions and the pulses. So they can actually see those areas working, you know, in a scan. I've seen, you know, like documentaries of things like that where they'll show, yeah, Yeah. it is. They'll show the person, you know, something that will make them emotional. And then they go look at, you know, or if they know that they have a trigger for OCD, they'll show them that and they'll look Mm -hmm. in the brain and see. So that's pretty cool that they can see those impulses and firing in your brain Mm -hmm. when they're occurring. So that's, that's really interesting. People with OCD, they found it exhibit or they show uh, manifest excessive activity. Right. And the uh, orbital Mm -hmm. frontal cortex, anterior Mm -hmm. circulate cortex and Uh basal uh, ganglia. Yeah. And uh, basically uh, this involves emotions, mm-hmm. impulsivity, mm-hmm. reward, decision-making, cognitive mm-hmm. stuff, and motor control. Interesting. That's really, really interesting. Yeah, I, that, they, that they've found that out. That's cool. But it's kind of dis- discouraging yeah, true. in that they have all this study, but they're still really limited. Well, they can't really pinpoint how to make the impulses, the obsessions stop. Mm-hmm. But maybe someday. There are some... Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit okay. as we're getting there. All right. Um, life events. Trauma is big. Yeah. There's some people that maybe their childhood, they mm-hmm. may be a little anxious, but nothing more than that. Right. Trauma comes about, say, a car wreck. Yeah. All of a sudden, it triggers these yes. OCDs, impulsivity, uh-huh. fears, phobias, all mm-hmm. kinds of things. Right. Um, and so, so, you know, people say nature or nurture mm-hmm. with OCD. I say both. Yeah. I can see that. It's kind of a perfect storm. Yeah, definitely. Genetics. Right. And environment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, high percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, life mm-hmm. events. Trauma is yeah, huge. That is huge. Um, you know, we talked about illness, infection, mm-hmm. scarlet right. fever, and strep throat. Oh, scarlet fever. Too. Yeah, both okay. of those. Interesting. Uh, All right. Comorbid conditions. Okay. People with a disorder called Tourette's syndrome. Can you explain what comorbid means? Comorbid means the uh, two occurring diagnoses. They're okay. like cousins. So somebody that has an OCD might also have something yep. else with it. Okay. And it's interesting. A lot of these have to do with thinking fast or having neuro, neuro, mm-hmm. uh, uh, neuro, uh, neuroscience. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Neurological. Neurological. So Tourette's syndrome, a okay. nervous system, neurological mm-hmm. uh, disorder. Right. Uh, manifest and most of the time it's not as uh, in you know uh, profound as right. a lot of movies show. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not just cursing. And, uh, some like people just have a few, right. few ticks. Yeah, yeah. Some people make Tourette's a lot worse, worse than it really than, is, and it's a horrible thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. But some of them really blow up the symptoms. But nevertheless, right. A lot of people have Tourette syndrome also have OCD. Okay. Oh, and another one is attention deficit disorder, ADHD. Mm. A lot of people with ADHD have a high mm-hmm. tendency to also have OCD. Interesting. Okay. So I can see that. And as we mentioned before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mental health. mental health issues. Right. I think depression, anxiety, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. A lot of people with, um, you know, um, uh, other th- other things, mm-hmm. not all, you know, people with uh, dementia, dementia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, interesting. Ways of helping it, learning theory. Mm-hmm. Research has shown that people with OCD have developed a negative association with certain kinds of stimuli over time. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think it's kind of like um, trying to desensitize those fears right? by allowing them through a period of time to confront those fears. Which can be very hard. And that's very hard. Yeah. Uh, that's kind know. of like reality therapy, right? Yes. Okay. It's basically you're, 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 you're allowing them to face these fears mm-hmm. and anxieties that trigger uh, those symptoms. Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes very, very um, uncomfortable. Yeah, we saw one show about OCD and like they made this guy that had real OCDs about germs and things Mm -hmm. like that stand there and hold something that had germs on it Mm -hmm. and rate how he felt as far as being comfortable by doing that and using that reality therapy to try to decrease that OCD. And it worked. Mm -hmm. There was one also where the lady was scared of knives. Yeah. She was scared if she held a knife that she mm-hmm. would hurt somebody. Right. Or herself. And and the counselor had her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do this. But. but Right. But it, she did. Yeah. And uh, she said, I want you to take this steak knife, mm-hmm. put it to my neck and hold it there. Ooh, and I'm I like, well, I hope one. she's getting paid well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no, no. But, but yeah. it worked. Well. Because the anxiety was really bad. This woman's shaking. She's yeah. got tears running down her face. Yeah. But after about five minutes, it started yeah. going down the stress right. level. Right. And eventually she it, it, she fought sure, it. Yeah. She ever came it. And this reality therapy, of course, is not for everyone. And, and it's not an end all. But it is definitely um, a, an, a, an example for um, somebody that is facing these OCDs to consider doing. So in behavioral therapy, C, CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, or CBT, mm-hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes. Uh, really, really getting into that's helpful. Mm-hmm. The only issue is there's there's a physical component to OCD. Right. And I think that there's a lot of that's you're going to have to really take all this on and implement it into your life mm-hmm. to overcome it and manage it because I I think there is that uh, there is the behavioral mm-hmm. there is the uh, mental mm-hmm. and there's the chemical so the the cognitive the cbt cognitive that basically is focusing on your mind and your thoughts and everything like that. yes okay that would be something like um something called the ac abc model okay where you talk about say i have a fear of dogs okay okay uh, the activating event is a dog came out and came and walked up to me. Okay. My belief, mm-hmm. that's B, mm-hmm. would be that the dog is going to contaminate me. Okay. My consequence is I begin to get a lot of anxiety and, uh, and mm-hmm. fear. Okay. So what you would do with this is you would change the belief. Okay. So I would, the dog's coming out, that's the activating event. Mm-hmm. The belief I would change from the dog's going to contaminate me that the dog is coming over to be my friend. Okay. He wants to be pet. Oh, pet that puppy. And the consequence would be less anxiety. Yeah. Okay. The only problem with this, and it's good, mm-hmm. is that it's more to it than that. Yeah, it's just not that simple. Um, right. I think some other things that do work is mm-hmm. something that uh, I kind of kind of came up with uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm sure it's not original because nothing is. Right. But it's no fishing. 
Yes. You know, a pitcher, and you can do this with golf or whatever you like mm-hmm. to do. Right. Uh, a lake, a fishing lake, mm-hmm. uh, but you put no fishing around it. Okay. That's fine. And that means no fishing. no fishing. Okay. So people come there and they right. shoot a fish. Right. Well, you take that lake and you put it in your brain. Okay. And so you put signs around it, no fishing, mm-hmm. no fishing. Right. So when these thoughts come and mm-hmm. they try to go fishing in your brain, right? you remind them and show them the sign of no fishing. Okay. And that's pretty powerful. That is powerful. So that when that intrusive thought comes up, you're like, uh-uh, no fishing. And no you fishing. visualize that sign. Yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, you know, so neurotransmitters, mm-hmm. you know, I think there are some medicines out there. Yeah. Um, SSRIs mm-hmm. uh, that are powerful with mm-hmm. with kind of uh, bringing some balance into that. Yeah, it, it balances the chemicals in your brain because they're I mean, they've proven that your brain a lot of times is activating this. So there are some medications that will slow down those mm-hmm. thoughts. So definitely talk to your doctor um, if you suffer and, and see if that might be an option. You know, serotonin, a lot of times certain neurotransmitters such as serotonin, dopamine, mm-hmm. play a key role mm-hmm. in functions of mental health. Yeah. Sleep, memory, mood, mm-hmm. reward. Right. Uh, there are some like alternative medicines that mm-hmm. you've got to be careful with too. Definitely. But do your research. I'm a firm believer. Do your research. Well, do your research with herbs, do your research yep. with regular yep. pharmaceutical uh, medications as well because some, some of those things are just meant for a short term. So you want to make sure that you're not taking on something that's going to cause more issues in the long run. Some people went in the faith mm-hmm. years ago. John Bunyan was a, a great writer, preacher. Pilgrim's Progress. He wrote the Pilgrim's Progress. He also wrote the Grace Abounding Chief of Sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the book on Grace Abounding Chief of Sinners was really about his struggle with obsessive blasphemous thoughts. So he had John Bunyan. He had a severe case. Oh, wow. Uh, God did wonderful things. I'm going to read you a couple quotes. Uh, This was one of his quotes from his book. Um, It says, for about the space of a month after a very great storm came down upon me, which handled me 20 times worse than all I had met with it before. It came stealing upon me now by one piece, then by another. First, all my comfort was taken from me. Then darkness ceased upon me, after which whole floods of blasphemies, both against God, Mm. Christ, and scriptures, were poured upon my spirit. To my great confusion and astonishment, these blasphemous thoughts were such as also stirred up questions in me against the very being of God and his only beloved Son, as whether there were in truth a God or Christ or not, Mm -hmm. and whether the Holy Scriptures were not rather a fable and cunning story than a holy, pure word of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he had other things, too. He talked wow. about uh, sometimes it would run in my thoughts, not so little as a hundred times together, sell him, sell him, mm. against which I may say for a whole hours together, I've been forced to stand as continually leaning and forcing my spirit against it. Less unluckily, before I were aware, some wicked thought might might arise in my heart that might consent thereunto, and sometimes also the tempter would make me believe I had consented to it. Mm. Then should I be tortured upon a rack for a whole days together. Oh wow! Yeah, mm. Martin Luther would would feel like he had to do religious rituals over and over mm-hmm. because he committed the the unpardonable sin. 
Goodness. So some really important people have had mm-hmm. OCDs. Wow. Now, why would you know, some people, and we may get a little bit over, but I do okay. want to emphasize this. Why would God mm-hmm. permit something as painful as this or other things for that matter? Right. Well, I, I think that a Christian who is dealing with this has got to reach out to God to be able to cope with it. And so I, I feel like, you know, God, and it, it would make the person stronger and have a better relationship with Christ um, through it. You know, in the book of Corinthians, <clears throat> Paul had just <clears throat> talked about uh, his great success in ministry. <clears throat> because he was, he was uh, basic. He was very proud. Yeah, he was. But he was rebuking them for being proud. So right. He, he said, "If anybody basically can boast, it's me. Mm-hmm. I did this. I did that. I even went to the third heaven." Right. Matter of fact, go ahead and read this. Okay. Twelve through, through. Uh, We'll start from up here. It is necessary to go on boasting. Though it is not profitable, I will go on to visions and revelation from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows, was called up to the third heaven. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, uh, to be put, uh, do not quit. Was caught up in the. Oh goodness. Okay, I'm going to start with verse three. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. God knows. Was caught up into the paradise and heard things too sacred to be put into words. Things that had a personal, if not permit, I'm not permitted to speak. On behalf of such an individual, I will boast. But on my own behalf, I will not boast except about my weaknesses. For even if I wish to boast, I will not be a fool, for I would be telling the truth. But I refrain from this so that no one may regard me beyond what he sees in me or what he hears from me, even because of the extraordinary character of the revelation. Therefore, so that I would not become arrogant, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to trouble me, so that I would not become arrogant. I asked the Lord three times about this, that it would depart from me. But he said to me, My grace is enough for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So then I will boast most gladly about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may reside in me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, with insults, with troubles, with persecutions and difficulties for the sake of Christ. Whenever I am weak, then I am strong. So what's that tell you? It tells you that when we are weak and when we are struggling, we can call out to Jesus and he will help us. God knows what we can or cannot handle. Absolutely. And so a lot of the times we are our pride, mm-hmm. you know, God will allow us to have in this yes. short life yes. a thorn in the flesh. Right. And its purpose is to show God's glory through weakness. Mm-hmm. We, God becomes strong and we become strong. Absolutely. And we know from this that God can take our mess turn to a mess, even OCD. Yes. For his glory, for our good. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye.